yeah, no. Okay, how how do you say Sean again? Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, 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 no. Go ahead. Say it. Say how you I'm not say how you say my name. No, 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 no. Say say your name how you say it the first time. Go ahead. I'm not repeating myself. We're not continuing until you say my name. <laughs> so I Go say ahead. what? Scene? Yeah. How 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 okay, you used to, you said you used to know a guy. Hi everybody. Uh you said you used to know a guy. <laughs> Name, he. How did he spell his name? He spelled it like S E A N. Oh my God! Okay, and how long have you known this dude? Because there's no way you haven't met another Sean. Another Sean? I have not met another. Sh- I mean, I know guys named Sean, but like, not like. Thank you. What time you got? Too many. Um, I'm not even gonna say anything. I'm just. I'm just shocked. I don't know. I don't know how to tell you. It's just, uh, I don't. Okay, continue with your story. Uh, um, yeah. Like, let's talk about Thanksgiving real quick <laughs> before I find it. Uh, so, how was your August break? Um, how was, how was all that? Um, mine was great. I went back home. <clears throat> um ate my mom's food it was great um but really it was just like spending time with family <clears throat> and being back home for the weekend or the week yes, it was good. Um, me too I went back home and I feel like that was the first time like I actually had like real meals instead of like just college calf food That's it. That's it. Um, for what is you guys' oh. um favorite Thanksgiving food? Um, it, it isn't really Thanksgiving food, but usually my parents make really good like um I would say like mac and cheese, and then they make a plantain for the uh for like the day. Usually they make like sweet plantain. And like different varieties. Mm. How about you guys? <clears throat> um, I'd say honestly, all of it. My mom makes sweet potato pie, the greens, mac and cheese, the turkey. She lets the turkey like season. She season it for a day, and then she'll cook it overnight. So it's like really well seasoned and tastes so good um Mm -hmm. the stuffing because i don't like gizzards she makes like one with chicken and it's so good Um, yeah pretty much everything for me i like cornbread a lot but it has to be made right and then I also like the turkey, but it has to be like the turkey leg. I feel like the leg is always my favorite part. Mm. I mean, <laughs> yeah, my my Thanksgiving was weird. So a little bit of like backstory. I did not get my license until the summer. So the most I've ever like driven in a day, like sporadically, has been like two hours. And that was because I was going like a little bit outside of town. But like this year... I drove all over my town that day and, like, drove for, like, a cumulative of, like, six hours. 
Six hours? Six hours. Wow, and you just started like, driving? Mm -hmm. Were you just around the town or from like one destination to like the next? Uh, around around the town. So like Orlando, okay, the greater Orlando area is like you got Orlando, and then you got like the suburb outskirts, and then you have like a bunch of sub cities that are like really close to it that could be considered as it, I guess. And one of those areas is Kissimmee and another one's Claremont. So basically what I had to do was I I drive from like South Orlando to all the way to South Kissimmee, which like took like an hour. And then I drove from like there to Claremont, which is like far up north, like past Orlando. So that was like an hour and a half. Then I had to drive back into Orlando into like the center of it, which took like another like hour. And then I drove back home, which took like a cool 30 minutes. And then I had to drive somewhere nearby, which was like 15. So this is like what three hours and like forty five minutes, and then I had to drive the hour and back back to that Kissimmee area because I picked up my niece and nephew from there. So it took another two hours just to leave and back. So overall, five hours and like fifty minutes, and that's like guesstimations. It could be longer. That's so crazy! Wow, yeah, they're really was, working you. I mean, uh, I like driving, so it wasn't that bad. But I remember just being tired and being like, oh, my God, when will it stop? Mm. But, you know, overall, it wasn't that bad. You know what I'm saying? I got to see family again. Yeah. So that's that. Um, oh, yes. Let me see if this is the right one. Okay. So I have a story. There is, uh, I think, an update or two. I have to, let me see. Oh, no, this is an edit. Okay, so here we go. Uh, this is from uh, the subreddit Entitled People, and it's Entitled Sister-in-Law Wants Custody of My Baby. Background, me, uh, 36 female, and my sister-in-law, 40 female, have been married to her brother, for 40 years and there's always been some jealousy and resentment from her. She has always felt like I had the life that she wanted, but not necessarily with her brother, but like some marriage, a family, the job stability, etc. I have three kids, 10 female, eight male, three months female. Um, she got married last year and decided that she wanted to start trying for a baby, but unfortunately she was told that she didn't have children naturally. Um I couldn't have children naturally. She was understandably devastated and the family comforted her as best as we could. We recently had a family dinner and in the middle of it, she says, OP, I don't think it's really unfair that you have to have three kids and I can have one. Your baby is my last chance to raise a child. So could you give it to me for dinner of the week so I can create a monthly bond with her and then you can have her on weekends? Before I could even responded, the entire table erupted at everybody talking at once. So I took uh, my older kids upstairs. When we got back to the dining room, her husband was talking about what the hell is wrong with her and why would she even think to ask that. She was trying to uh, justify that when I asked her to leave. She also said, I also said that she's no longer welcome at my house to run my children until she gets help. She started screaming, saying that I don't deserve my life or my children and that I sold my, her baby from her. Her uh, husband and mother-in-law kept on apologizing and dragged her out of the house, so crying and screaming. Now my kids want to know why her aunt wants to take the baby. Uh, do you guys want to hear the edit first, or do you want to, you know, like, take your uh, pieces on it? 
let's hear the edit. So I've been reading the comments, but there's too many to reply. So here are a few points. We have a security system installed and cameras already installed, so nobody has keys to our house. I will not be able to get rid of Santa order as this one instrument incident isn't enough to justify it. My husband and I spoke to the older kids about it the same night, and when we have another talk to with them to reinforce that sister in law is not a safe person anymore. Our country, so this is not in the U.S., does not have the right to bear arms, and I have no interest in getting a, a gun. I'll be informing the school and taking care of the issue and giving them her photo. For those questioning the validity of the post, I understand. I, if I heard about this last week, I wouldn't believe it either. This is pushing the situation I'm currently dealing, dealing with. Wow. Okay. Um, so I kind of like, that's crazy that she had like the, I guess, audacity to like say that her baby is the last chance for her to have a kid. But, um, it seems like she really needs like help mentally because of all of the kids she's like, or well, I guess she's not able to have kids. So I definitely think she needs help. Um, but yeah, it's good that they're taking precautions so nothing happens to their kid because there's some crazy people in this world. I agree with that. I feel like she is pretty crazy, but to like give solutions maybe she should find a hobby or like think about adopting a kid if she really wants one that bad mm -hmm. um sorry um so i went looking and there's an update and you guys so my sister-in-law has been admitted to a psychiatric facility <laughs> in the comments of my in the comments of my previous post, I mentioned that her husband was seeking out counseling for them to deal with the infertility prior to this incident. After the incident, he sought out a psychiatrist rather than a counselor after they had their first session last week. I did not get the specifics of what happened, but basically she made some statements that the psychiatrist felt indicated that she was a danger to others and that she needs to be placed under an involuntary hold. My brother-in-law has been nothing but apologetic to this entire ordeal, and he has kept it away from us since this incident. Mother-in-law was staying with them to keep an eye on as a sister-in-law. She tried to leave the house in the middle of the night to see her baby. Also, brother-in-law found her researching how to induce lactation, and she said it was to make sure that that she can feed the baby properly when she came to my when I come to my senses and give her up. From what the brother-in-law has said, uh, seeing me breastfeed is apparently what triggered the entire episode. It was the first time yes, a uh, sister-in-law was around the baby and got any length of time. And she was holding her when she got fussy because she was hungry. Naturally, I took it to feed, and this made sister-in-law feel quite inaccurate because she, because it triggered the thought that she would never have to be, never, sorry, she would never, or she would never be able to do that, yeah. that which would lead to the events of the last post. I'm grateful for the, all the advice I was offered on my last post. That some of it was really helpful. We won't be moving because it's not feasible for us at the moment. But we have taken extra steps for security both at home and at the good school slash daycare. This whole thing is taking a toll on the family, but 
are the in-laws are taking care of the sister-in-law and my husband and I are focusing on ensuring the safety of our immediate family and minimizing the effect of the kids as much as we can. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> Oh, dear. I hope she gets the help she needs. Is she like still in the hospital or is she out? I feel like Um, she should still be in the hospital. let me check because she did say some comments. Um, let me see. I don't think there's nothing really on her. There was something. There's a comment before she updated saying that she's doing uh like well, and that she's with her mom. But it's nothing like too much. Yeah, that's really it. She just, she, I think she's like probably still in there at the moment. Mm -hmm. I hope she gets the help she needs because, She'll need it. yeah, I know, Yeah. I know. Uh, let me see. Uh, guys, heads or tails before I continue with this next one. Um, Oh, God. Uh, that means you yeah, choose, I, probably. uh, I have a coin on me somewhere. I got to find it. The choice is between, like, um, another, like, family story and a different one. So, it's tails. All right. So, let me I'll see do, this one. wait, you said Tails is the other story. Yeah, so trigger warnings for this. Uh, there is verbal verbal abuse, manipulation, possible emotional neglect, and parental favoritism. Um, What kind of story did you find? I don't know. I flipped a coin because I saw two of them, and the things were interesting. So the original post was posted on October 30th, so this is kind of recent. Um, but it does have updates. I... 33 female, is getting married soon. On January 1st of this year, I announced to my mother and sister, who I don't know, but the sister age is 37, the date of my wedding, uh, November 11th. Oh, that's close to my birthday. I went to a fall wedding. They used to be changing and for it to be cool outside. We only chose November with the holidays and whatnot, but there's only two Saturdays in November. That made sense. Beyonce chose the 11th because it addicted it to our dating anniversary, so it was decided of the 11th. I announced this uh, date to my family, and my sister became upset. Oh, this is like her actual date. Okay. Her favorite band sings a song that's called 1111 is tattooed on her. She got engaged to some guy 15 years ago. They didn't get married because they were supposed to get married on 1111. She did not remember this. She completely forgotten. It has been a week since her wedding anniversary. She's a, a, upset because 1111 is her thing. And it felt like it would be a slap to her face that she could be, I would get married a week before she did years ago. My sister and I have a tumultuous relationship. The last fight that we got into was my birthday two years ago. We had discussed having a family dinner, so I ended up inviting some friends. Beyonce wanted it to be special, and about 10 to 12 people, she ended up being there. Sister's pissed because she had known that other people were going to be there. She wouldn't have come because she wouldn't feel well. I told her she wasn't obligated to come, and I didn't mean her make. And I didn't need to make her aware of a guest list. That's a weird tangent, but okay. Anyways, we ended up not talking for a while because my sister is stubborn. She has never apologized, doesn't take blame. So I eventually just let her go to appease my mother. So when I found out she was pissed about having a date for my wedding, I wasn't having it. I worked really hard for the last several years to establish 
uh, boundaries with family and friends and not to be steamrolled. So I was hurt when my sister made my wedding about her. She told me that I took her thing, quote unquote, and that I that she was going to be uh, in the country for my wedding. She booked the trip. In the 10 months, her and I have had an interaction. I'm on set to start the conversation with my sister because she goes, we all know how your sister could be. Mom, I have... Sorry. Mom should have said that I asked my sister if it was okay to choose a day and I would have approached the subject uh, diligently. This is mind-blowing to me because my mother and I have had to walk eggshells with my sister. Over the year, they discussed how uh, I could have done things differently or why it could have been this day or that day. My wedding is in two weeks, and my sister and I haven't talked. And then I sent her an uh, invite, and she has not apologized, and already said that she wouldn't be going. I see no reason to initiate the convo like always, strengthening the pattern of her learning, getting, getting her way. It was heartbreaking to now have my sister for my activities, and it hurts to know that her pride got in the way of spending time with me. But once in my life, I want to stand strong and say that I deserve better. This was on Emma the A-hole, the small edit, Tell mom about this post and the responses. She is on face, so she did not care what other people thought about her. Guys, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so the date that they're having it's their wedding, the eleven eleven. November eleventh. And the sister was planning to get married on eleven eleven. Apparently. It's not really clear. I think it's the way that they typed it because of the uh oh, oh the um the way that the poster put it because this is like a retyping of it. Like mm-hmm. it says that her favorite band sings it on eleven eleven. She was planning on getting married eleven eleven, but I think she did it on a different day. And she thinks it's a slap in her face because of that. Oh. oh. I mean Hmm. I don't know. That's I don't. Why is she making a big deal out of the day? If like that just. I mean, if it's. I mean, like even if it was that big of a deal to you, you would be like, uh yeah, I have issues with this, but I mean, the reasons behind it are bad. Like they're not reasonable. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like the day, I don't know if it means something more to her because of a specific reason, but I just feel like the day is a little much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it'd be different if it was, like, on the same day as her original wedding or on the same day as her birthday. That's different, but, like, there's nothing actually, like... Like, the song, the band singing a song called Eleven, Eleven. Like the time, just it doesn't. No, come on, man, it's not work. But there is some comments that are relevant, and there's a verdict, and it's not the asshole. So, comment from careful now says, "Not the asshole." But what is your mom gonna do? She clearly favors Stompy sister. Is she gonna ruin your wedding too? She's already doing a good job in the run up to it. And who are the all these people giving you shit? I mean, I'd have be having thoughts about how involved I would want them in my life going forward. Sorry, your uh, wedding is being marred like this. LP responds by saying, my mother and I has a sordid... What is these words, man? Just do something much. Sordid relationship. <laughs> She's not great about respecting my boundaries, but when I spoke to her last week, she said she did these... I'm sorry, I'm a terrible mother bit. Oh. Oh. 
that's kind of it's a bit narcissistic. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Anyways, here's the here's the update. The day before my wedding, Friday the tenth, uh, my mother came up to my house and helped me put together some last minute things together. She texted my sister when she arrived, saying, "I just got to your sister. Talk to you later." My mom said, "My sister responded by saying, have fun,' blah, 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 and texted up by saying, followed it up by another text saying, dumb wedding.'" Coincidentally, my mother was showing me something when her phone. My sister texted that. Sister tried to immediately delete, which is something I guess iPhones could do with each other. Yeah. I gave my mom back her phone. And at this point, I'm angry. I can't sit. I'm facing around the house. So it's a dumb uh, wedding message disappeared, and my mom almost didn't believe it happened. She texted my sister and asked if she said that. Sister admitted it. Mom asked why she would say that. And sister's response was, well, then she wanted to know how I saw it. My anger... I turned into sadness, and I started crying. I told my mother that this is bullshit to be traded by my sister, who was close to 40. My mother told my sister I was very upset and said to stop acting silly. The entire day I spent in a funk. Years of trauma and abuse has made me susceptible to other people's emotions and thoughts, and I have a hard time stepping out of it. Not just family, but a horribly fucked up first marriage. I'm trying to rack my brain and figure out why I deserve this. At one point, we were at the venue with my mother-in-law and who asked me who asked me what was wrong. My mother interrupted and said I was tired and winked at me. Later, I told my mother-in-law the truth. I'm not going to be ashamed or embarrassed and I'm not going to lie to protect my sister. When my mother and sister spoke later that night. My sister tried to say the story. She said I took it wrong and meant to say that expensive weddings are done. She had no idea how much money I spent on the wedding or any of the details. I mean, come on. If that's what she would have meant, she would have clarified immediately. My mother seemed to sort of believe her bullshit excuse. The wedding didn't came, never heard from my sister. The wedding was great, um, and she was relieved that she wasn't there. Extended family came into town, and sister scheduled dinner with them the day before the wedding to make sure that we could see them, which annoyed me. It has been over a week, and I still haven't heard from her. It further cements that my decision to cut things off and not relent, because she knew that I was upset and crying to say what she did. And she still couldn't reach out to me and set things straight. Sally, my mother, did tell her about some of the details for the wedding. She claims this, and she said she didn't send any pictures. As I said, because I clearly told my mom not to give any info, but it is what it is. A commenter asks OP if she's ever been to therapy to deal with the trauma uh, and abuse, and she says that I'm, uh, I am in therapy. Yes, I've been on CBT on and off for almost a decade. I have that was with my abuser. This is the post -sale. So yeah, mm. that's that's the end of that. Honestly, it sucks the way her family's been like acting and treating her. And honestly, I think she needs to like go to therapy, like not contact or interact with her family while she's trying to get better because it's clearly not helping her. Um but like yeah, I don't know. It's that's a rough situation. Oh, Sorry. Same. I agree with that, but I feel like sometimes cutting your family off could be hard. So maybe that's what she's going through, and like therapy yeah. can guide her along the way of that if she does still want to keep in contact with them. Mm -hmm. That that's a lot. Um, um, who said tails? I said tails, but I think they said, oh, so two tails. Details? Okay. 
man. Oh, man. Uh, I originally posted for Dating Over 30. Um, actually, yeah. Okay, let's see this. Okay, so I have one female have a neighbor. He's really handsome and so nice. When he first moved in, he introduced himself and asked if he can help with my hard yard work. The weeds were immediately bad, so I figured out he just wanted to be nice and didn't want to look at my weeds every day. But he's continued to do really nice things to me, like scrape my windows up to the snow. He never asked me out or made any like signs that he was interested, except for one time he brought me flowers on Father's Day, saying for the woman who's doing both girls. I was so flattered, but also confused because he doesn't hasn't made any efforts to know me. I don't know how common buying, buying flowers with somebody you aren't interested is. Maybe I thought it was like raising a single mom or something. I always worry, but the other day I went to ask if he could scrape my windshield and I asked him and gave him a hug and thanked him. I helped him a lot. I, I told him I had a hard day that day and that smile just helped a lot. Sorry. Anyways, he just liked me on him. Uh, I guess he wasn't interested at all. However, I do really want to date my, or do I really want to date my neighbor? It sounds like it could be really convenient or awkward. But if it doesn't work out, I'm really attracted to him. He takes good care of his house. And my love language is acts of service, which he has already done uh, well already. But neighbors, I, I don't know. Also, it tells me, also it feels like the universe is telling me something. I've been really interested with, in this other guy, but I'm hesitant because he lives two hours from me. But then my neighbor matches me. It is not too close. Can we not like find a medium? Uh, notes, words, comments before I go to the update or no? Um, update, I'd say. Yes, update. Even, okay. Update, we have been texting. We started hitting on, he started hitting on me pretty quickly. I kind of got hooked up eyes from him. I asked him what he was looking for and he isn't looking for anything serious. But if I fall in love, we'll figure it out. I felt like that comment was weird, and I got it from what we talked before. He has a playful and license of Wumi. Womp womp. But also, I'm okay with that. I don't like where this is going. Wait, he said he had what? He was looking for a, uh, he was giving like a, like hookup vibes. So when she asked him, he said that he wasn't looking for anything serious. So he's just like flirting with her, but he don't want to be in a relationship with her. Apparently not. Damn. All right. So that was from January 13, 2022. Next day. He ain't it, you guys. When he said that he wanted like anything serious, that was enough. I did consider casual with him because he's attractive, kind, and respectful in all my interactions. I'm also open to casual. I've been single for eight years. Up until somewhat recently, casual is all I wanted. I'm fearful avoidant. That's like her attachment style. And I do not relationship well. I think I'm in a better place and really hopeful I can navigate uh, relationship territory, but I digress. Casual is totally an option for her. Then he texts me this gen. So pansexual, huh? You're a wild one. Here, I was thinking you're an innocent nerd who had a wild night, ended up with a child. I guess you can't judge a book by its cover. Oh. He said that? He said that. What? Ew. 
Um, Wait, can you repeat that real quick? You said something so about child. Hold on. So pansexual, huh? You're just a wild one. Here I thought. Here I. Hold on. Let me repeat myself. So pansexual, huh? You're just a wild one. Here I thought. Here I thought you were an innocent nerd who had a wild night and ended up with a child. I can't. I guess you can't judge a book by its cover. That's gross. That's crazy. Okay, Anyways, this neighbor, he's kind of weird. Not, not, I don't know. He's just, uh, I'm a little shocked. Don't even know where to begin with the sex and the offenses, the offensiveness is late. Needless to say, I'll be pursuing nothing with my neighbor. I now plan to meet uh, Mr. Long Distance. Tell him that you had no idea what he's talking about and tell him that, wow, that's crazy. That is crazy. There's yeah. a few comments, but um, it's mainly like jokes. Uh, there's two of them. Um, one of the regular comments says, tell me you have no idea what you're talking about and just find kitchen pans very sexy. LP just replied, in the cabinet, uh, in the closet? No, I'm in the cabinet. Crazy. Oh. Uh, uh, and the other one is, well, good job. If good job, he can help with gardening as, as that's the only bush he gets to go in there. The final comment from OP says, next time he sees you and we're both outside and he says, how are you? I'm just going to think I'm going to say something like, oh, just wild. Crazy. That is, that is insane. Brother, brother did not know. I have um, I have another one if y'all want to sit through it, but that's that's up to y'all. I have one. Mm, go ahead. Okay. Am I the a-hole for distancing myself from high school friends that not go to the same college? For reference, I, female 18, have been friends with these twins for the last three years of high school, but senior year, we had grown apart. I, for some reason, wasn't invited to group outings, and I wasn't in their group chat on Snap. They had also done this to two of my other friends for no reason at all. I had expressed the fact that I had felt left out in an outsider because of these reasons, and my feelings weren't taken into account. Their excuse was that they wanted less drama and a close circle of people. They stated they, that they had nothing against me by doing that. I had never been involved in any of the drama in the friend group, and I never got into a fight with anyone. I just pushed it aside, and I would just ask them individually to hang out, but was always met with, I'm busy, and I'll contact you when I'm free, but never ended up contacting me. In the last semester of senior year, in the summer after senior year, we only saw each other seven times outside of school, five of them being group events like parties other people invited me to. I had also questioned what I did to be ignored and what happened to our friendship. I actually started to go to therapy because my anxiety got so bad from it. I had to leave their private stories, break my streak with them, and meet them on other platforms since every time I would see them hanging out with the quote-unquote group or even talk to them, I would have a panic attack and get really stressed out. I just wanted to know what I did wrong. After college orientation this August, they had started being buddy-buddy with me acting all nice and asking to do stuff. But at that point, I just wanted to make new friends with a fresh start and I would respond to their texts, but never go out of my way to make plans with them. 
if they wanted to hang out, they had to make the plans because I wasn't about to waste my energy on them, but I never ended up, but it never ended up working out. They just stopped texting me at one point. All my old friends from that group eventually unfollowed me on Insta and some of them even unadded me on Snap when I didn't do anything. At least I didn't, I don't think so. None of them seemed to care what kind of friendship we had at one point and it made me really upset. I re recently texted one of the twins asking if we could talk it out since it was ridiculous, but she told me she didn't want to anymore and I feel really confused. What did I do wrong? I needed space for, for my mental health and she never bothered to reach out when I was distancing myself from them. Do y'all think she in the wrong? Not at all. No, she is not in the wrong. I feel like her friends personally are fake because if they can click up with each other and then they were like not even like talking to her, they kind of tried to like spin the block and then be her friend again afterwards. And I feel like she did the right thing by not engaging with them. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of agree with what she's saying, but just as friends. Yeah. Yeah. But her getting like anxiety from that is kind of sad. I know that is sad. Yeah. I hope she feels better, you know. Because like, if through. they can do that, I feel like they was never really her friends to begin with. Yeah. Any friend like putting you through that much like emotional like distress, I don't think they're really a friend. Yeah, it's just not worth it. Yeah. No, knowing my own personal experiences, especially this year with friends and stuff, any friend that puts you into emotional turmoil like that is not your friend. They just want to, either they enjoy just leaving you alone or making you go through pain, or they just like seeing you squirm or be upset for some reason. It's like any of those. So, like, for her to be taking those actions and steps, that's fine. I mean, as long as they're not, like, just ignore them, more or less. Yeah. Yeah. If I was in her shoes, because I know she said, like, she was, like, replying to them and stuff. I wouldn't even give them the time of day of, like, re responding back to anything that they were saying. Exactly. Right. But hopefully she sees, like, the signs when making new friends and doesn't repeat it. Yeah. Hope she can find a better group. Yeah. Hope she can find a better group. Yeah. Last. Uh, there's no update for that story? Huh? Is there no update for that story? Hello? Mm. Check, check her uh, account. That's true. Okay. Uh. I have one more. It's short. Okay. Okay. All right. Am I the a-hole for writing my college essay on my friend's attempt? I, female 18, have started to prepare for college applications and have had a tough time figuring out what to write the dreaded essay on. I have always wanted to work in healthcare, but have decided on nursing. So since this has been a passion of mine, I decided to write my essay about an experience I had in regards to my friend that made me really want to become a nurse and save lives, my friend's suicide attempt. In short, about six months what? ago, 
Huh? What? Yeah. So in short, about six months ago, my friend attempted to end her life by overdosing in the school parking lot. I had been with her when she told me and had promptly forced her up to the dean's office where she was taken to the hospital. When presenting this idea to my mother, she called me insensitive and a bad friend to be using someone else's trauma for my gain. But this event had an impact on me as as a person, especially after hearing her stories of the treatment she received from the workers. This moment made me want to become a nurse. I never plan on sharing this essay with friends or family. It might not even use it, but am I the asshole for writing this essay? Okay, before I even say anything about her being the asshole or not, that essay will not get her into <laughs> colleges. It will not. It will never get her into any colleges. I have, if it's not about herself, it will get her denied. Because why are you just insensitively talking about somebody else's like suicide attempt like that? That's not. Yes. No, oh my God. No, no. I know. Like, no funny. Like, okay, the a hole, okay, from my vision, is ambiguous. You haven't written it yet. She hasn't. Did she say that she wrote it yet, or is she just thinking about it as an idea? I think she's thinking about it. Okay, listen. If I was talking to her right now, I'd have been like, "Listen, you're not the a hole for not writing it." Oh no, 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 no! She, she did write it. She did write it. Oh, never mind. And she she said, "Fuck." Like she wrote yeah, it, but she's not sharing it with nobody. Yeah, she said that. Um. Uh, I decided to write my essay about the experience that I got, like, and then um, I never plan on sharing this essay with friends or family, and might not even use it. But am I the a hole for writing this essay? I hope people are telling her not to use it because it will legit kill any chance that she has. Like her name will probably be like a blacklisted or like a warning thing, especially if she has that essay. Like, hey, this go weird because <laughs> like no. Okay, because some colleges are looking for a specific type of person, while others, like for that major, are looking for specific type of people. You using the reason why, like it could, like make it up. I'm like make up an essay. I'm like I I made one of my essays about my own experiences, and I made up one that aligns with my own like like what I what I would do. Just make one up. Make one up. Say say a car accident involving you and your sister like something man don't yeah. don't use your friend's yeah. very real suicide be like i my don't sister. i don't think she should use it but no. i mean i feel like for her point of view i think she's trying to tell people like it affected her personally and that's where she's going with it but i still don't feel it's, like it's a good idea because the topic is just way too deep yeah and yeah, that's no. not like her story to tell like tell. yeah like, it's one thing if you're like, hey, I committed, da 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 but it also made me change my outlook on life and what I should do with it, and this is why I'm doing this. Like, that's fine. You can do yeah. that. That's your own experience. Not unsure if it will get you into colleges, but honestly, it's very, very heartfelt, and you're sharing your heart with these people. But the thing in your place, your heart's in the right place. Don't get me wrong. But make it something else, please. please. I could see, like, if she's writing it from just her perspective, like, what she went through. But it also seems like she's writing what her friend went through with, like, the hospital and everything from how she worded mm -hmm. it. 
So, like, I think that's just odd that she'd write something like that. Even if it's, like, I'm using this to, like, get into school because this is why I want to do healthcare. Like, you don't need to add the extra information of what your friend went through. Yeah. Okay, there's the comments. Mm. Someone said, not an a-hole for writing it. Assuming you're leaving all the identifying details out, but what's your obsession with telling people about your friend's attempt? You've done it again here when uh, there's no reason to describe it to us at all. And the girl who made the original post said, I barely described it. It was more clarifying details about how it relates to my passion in healthcare. And then the same person who made the first comment was like, so why include it at all? You don't have to give any details at all about why it made you want to be a nurse, just saying you're coming off. Like you like talking about it and it doesn't make sense why. That's true. She gave a little extra, like we didn't need to know the specifics of what happened. Too much. It was like TMI. Just a lot of information about a different person that's not herself. Yeah. Like, keep it to yourself. Why are you sharing it with everybody in the mama? Right. Like, just say... I I don't know. She probably thought that that was going to get her, like, a better chance. But I feel like it won't get her a better chance. It'll probably give her a worse chance. I'm I'm, I'm saying it now. Like, certain things will make certain people, like, look at you weird. You do not want the acceptance officer looking at you, like, looking at you as a person weirdly. Because next thing you know, you as a student does something and it makes the school have a bad reputation. They don't want something like that, especially if they get pinpointed from your <laughs> like review. If they can take it from your review, they're going to look at it and be like, let's defer her or let's deny her because she's not a good fit for what we want. Like, I, I, swear, I swear to God, I feel like ever since I got denied from like two universities or denied and waitlisted, I've always looked at acceptance officers weird. And like unethical, un unempathetic stuff like this, like your essay says a lot about you. They probably read it first. Why are you making it about somebody else's suicide? Yeah, that's, like that's just not, that's not go a, to healthcare. That's not a good look at all. But yeah, hopefully she didn't end up using it. Nope. Yeah. she didn't. Well, those are the stories I have. Well. That has been all tonight, everybody. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and we hope to see you again. Goodbye. Bye.